0: With Hashem's deep love, you're listening to the 145th edition of the Daily Kabbalah Lesson. So we spoke about in the previous lessons, the concept that Moshe Rabbeinu Moses and Adam HaRishon, the first man, they both had their neshama, that third level of their soul was completely within them, and therefore they were zoha, they merited to have a tremendously deep understanding of the Torah. Now the Neshachim continues and explains that in regards to a regular person, regular B'nai Adam, regular people like me and you, so what happens to us? How do we access our Neshama? What does the Neshama that level of our soul do for us? So the Neshachim explains that the Neshama gives us a deep understanding of the Torah. The sparks come down from the Neshama. It's very interesting, the Ruach, the second level of our soul, is connected into the Neshama. But the Neshama itself is not actually residing inside of the body. And when we say, when our sages say that the neshama resides inside of the moyach, the brain of a human being, that means that the lowermost levels of the neshama, which are hooked in, so to speak, to the ruach, to the second level of the neshama, of the soul, so the highest level of the ruach is the lowest level of the neshama. That is what's inside of the brain of a human being. So, so therefore, the sparks, so to speak, come down and enable a person to have a Bina an understanding of the Torah it's very interesting because of the level of Neshama so if you see the correspondence between the different levels of reality so the lowest level of reality is called Asiyah that's the level of reality which is action that's the physical world and the Nefesh the lowest level of the soul corresponds to that then we have the level of Yetzirah which is the world of the angels that corresponds to the Ruach then above that we have the level of Neshama and that's the level of Bria Bria is the place of God's throne but it also corresponds to the concept of Bina Bina is understanding so the neshama brings down in a certain sense or sends down these sparks from the world of Bina from the world of Bria from the world of the throne and gives us a Bina an understanding of the Torah of the secrets of the Torah the depths of the Torah just want to read to you the exact words that he brings down from the Chaim. very interesting it says like this However, not every single person merits this. Someone who has within his hands the power of actions, so a person who acts correctly, he does the actions that the Torah requires, so he's going to have a tremendous memory when it comes to learning Torah. Yavin And he will understand, Yavin is from a language of Bina, of a tremendous understanding in the words of the Torah. And the secrets of the Torah will be revealed to him as is correct, meaning he will have a tremendously deep and proper understanding of the Torah. All this comes as a result of his neshama, as a result of his soul, how does he access that, very interestingly, through the koyach of his maizim, the power of his actions. It's very interesting because we see if we want to get a paradigm for how a person properly accesses his neshama, so we need to look no farther than Moshe and Moses because he was the one who accessed his neshama completely. He had the neshama completely within his body. So what did he do? What was special about him? And this is my own understanding of what the Nefesh Ha'am is saying. What was Moshe Rabbeinu, what was his, his special, media, special aspect his special character trait it was anava it was an ability to be humble to lower his own ego to lower his own desires and completely nullify his will in front of the will of God so basically if we could talk about that from the aspect of maize from the aspect of action so when a person does the actions that are prescribed by the Torah and a person fulfills the commandments of the Torah the mitzvahs of the Torah so what happens he's being he's making himself humble, he's making his will lowered, so to speak, in front of the will of God. So what this accomplishes is that it makes him more and more humble. The more a person is involved in good deeds, so all of the good deeds of the Torah, if we think about them, there are are two different possibilities when it comes to the, the commandments. One is something that's between man and God, and the other type of commandment is between between man and his fellow man. So, But in both of these cases, a person is doing an action which is not per se an action that he himself would like to do. These actions all express the opposite of ego. Either we are making ourselves subservient to what God wants by placing tefillin on our heads, by keeping the Shabbos, not turning on a light on the Shabbos. I want to turn on a light. By not turning on that light, so we are nullifying our ego, so to speak. We're nullifying our das, our desire in front of God. When we do an action, which is a chesed, a kindness, I don't feel like doing a favor for that guy. I don't want to give my money to some poor guy. I worked hard for this money. When we nullify our ego, we give it over to someone else. So what it does is it creates a nullification of ego that in turn allows us to access higher and higher levels of nishama, of soul. Because the more a person is involved in the physical world, in his own ego, and the things that he feels like doing, and whatever his desires are, so the less he's connected to the higher worlds, the more he's Mivatal his das, then he nullifies his ego, nullifies his will, does actions that correspond to the will of God, so that creates more of a connection with the higher worlds, and that allows him to access his neshama, that level of his soul, and allows him to have a greater and deeper understanding of the Torah.